Hello, and welcome to Tell Me Something Interesting, a podcast about random tidbits that I find interesting, and I hope you'll do too. And for this episode, shampoo. So, this week, let's talk about that product you put in your hair in order to clean it, since it has far more of an interesting history than you might originally think. Incidentally, this topic was suggested by Benjamin, so thank you for that, and if anyone has a topic that they find interesting, I'm always open to suggestions. Anywho, shampoo. In a much earlier episode, I talked about soap, and how we've had it for thousands of years. So you'd think that the idea of having soap for your head is a concept we've had for almost as long. And you'd be incorrect. Unless you happen to be from the Indian subcontinent, in which case you get a point. Yep, the idea of cleaning one's hair starts off in that part of the world, where the people there would make shampoo based off boiling soap berries, and adding fruits and herbs with a particular smell or texture. And the reason they're called soap berries is because the fruit itself contains certain chemicals, called saponins, which when you mix them up with water, will foam up. The word shampoo, itself, is derived from Hindi, shampoo, which I'm most probably pronouncing wrongly, meaning to soothe, to massage, or to knead. So, how do you get from a soothing massage to something you put in your hair to clean it? Well, colonialism. In Britain, a Bengali immigrant opened the first ever shampooing bathhouse, called Mohammed's Indian Vapor Baths. It's kind of like a modern-day spa or steam bath, but you could also get a nice exotic Indian therapeutic head massage with some equally exotic oils. The medical benefits of such a treatment were very highly hyped, a cure for aching joints, sprains and other such things. And he was made a shampooing surgeon to the king himself. Eventually, the word shampoo morphed from that word that I keep mispronouncing, and it started referring to the substance being applied to the head instead of the actual massaging process. By that time, the late 1800s, people just used regular soap to wash their hair. You'd buy a bar of soap, shave it into ribbons, and boil it in water with some herbs to give it a nice smell. Of course, this isn't that good for the hair, and it dries it out. Alternatively, you could use other substances to wash your hair, like oils, diluted vinegar, honey. It wasn't until the 1930s that synthetic shampoo was invented by Procter & Gamble, a company which is still around today and doing very well. No soap inside it, but it lathered quite a bit, which was one of the more advertising points. And of course, you wouldn't wash your hair every day. No, once or twice a week was recommended, down from the once a month that was common at that time. So, how do shampoos work? Well, similar to soap, the problem shampoo is trying to solve is letting the oils found in your hair mix with the water you're pouring, since oil and water don't mix naturally. And they do this using a class of substances called surfactants. If you've ever read the back of a shampoo bottle, you'll find that the second ingredient, after water, is usually sodium lauryl sulfate or ammonium lauryl sulfate or that sort of thing. And there's your surfactant right there. Now, if you're reading the back of a really expensive bottle of shampoo, you might find something else instead, since this particular chemical, which is very cheap to produce by the way, has been linked to hair damage, scalp irritation and other not so nice things. Anywho, the substance allows oil and water to bind together, and also creates that nice foam that consumers love so much. On the other hand, there's an ongoing movement, which is referred to as no poo. Poo in this case is short for shampoo, because people are weird. The idea behind this concept is that the scalp naturally produces oil to protect hair, and by washing it away with shampoo, 
the body overcompensates and produces even more oil, meaning the hair is now oily, meaning you need to wash it again, and so on and so forth. Therefore, commercial shampoos are actually doing more harm than good, according to this concept. When it comes to actual washing of your hair, you just instead use water if you want, or you can use other substances such as oils, diluted vinegar, or honey, because history repeats itself. And that's all I have for you this time. I hope you found this as interesting as I did, and I hope you'll tune in next time. Farewell.